All right, let's jump into what we're all here for, ladies and gentlemen. Um, our review and spoiler cast of Flash. So I'm just going to let you guys know now. We're just going to, uh, I'm not going to have two segments of uh, spoilers, non-spoilers. We're just going to go at it because the movie's been out for a little while now. Um, so yeah. usually if it was like the first few days or the first week, we would try to separate it. But it's literally been out for like a month now. So um, yeah. So yeah, let's jump into it. Here is our spoiler cast of the Flash. Um, I'll go first since Los went first last time, and um, I'm going to say I actually like this movie more than I was expecting to like this movie. Even though I still have some gripes, even though I still have some things that I did not like at all, I I liked it a little more than I thought I was gonna like it. I mean, granted, I was excited going into it, but I also had my I had my uh, I had to temper my expectations because it is DC. And, you know, they, they let me down a few times. Um, but this movie was fun. It was, I, I genuinely, I was, I remember sitting in the movie theater and just realizing, like, man, like, I busted out laughing so many times for certain scenes. And, like, towards the end, I was like, man, I, I really had a fun time with this movie. It was just a nice, fun summer blockbuster. And I, I can't say that too often with the past few <clears throat> the past few DC movies that we had. So that's my initial. I'm, <laughs> I'm sort of the opposite. It okay. is worse than what I thought it was going to be. Wow. But, at the, but, but I'm not saying it was a bad movie. It was entertaining. I did like it. Um, and again, it's kind of middle of the pack when it comes to the DCEU movies. And there's 15 of them. Like, people forget there's 15 DCEU movies. Dang, really? I forgot that it was that many. Yeah. It doesn't feel like I mean, it. My, mind you, two of them are Justice League. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the one I two fell asleep. <laughs> the one I fell asleep on. <laughs> did you ever finish watching it? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> so good. Could you imagine um, if to this day I never went back to go finish watching? <laughs> oh, I'd be like, okay, I'd rage quit the podcast right now. <laughs> rage quit the podcast. Um, uh, here's the thing about The Flash. I think the first two acts were better than the last act. I kind of feel like the last act was rewritten somehow. Like, okay. that's the one, because even tonally it was different. Like, I kind of felt like the last act was more James Gunnish than the other two acts. Okay. Okay. Um, because there was reshoots done for it. So I'm wondering if that's what's going on. I did why... hear that. Yeah. I did hear that. And I'm wondering maybe that's why I, I, I didn't. For me, it was middle of the road. Because the third act didn't match the first two. And the first two were ex executed really, really well. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. I mean, that, that actually does make sense because uh, I did forget about the reshoots. I, I mean, the, the pacing did feel a little different towards the, like you said, like towards the last few acts. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, all right, well, let me let me talk about my complaints. I, I personally do feel like just like the same thing that we complained about with Marvel. What was going on with the special effects? I know the director said that the look of the special effects were purposeful. They were trying to go for a certain look. 
Um, a lot of people, including myself, think that that was just crap because you're talking about the time cyclone uh, or, or in general, just in general, there was there were a lot of special effects that just looked weird. Like, was it just me? Uh, well, I know it wasn't just me, but do, do you feel the, the same way? I feel like a lot of the flashes running scenes were done really well. There were in the baby shower. The babies didn't look real. They look like dolls. Yeah, that, I don't. <laughs> yeah, and that was weird. the look that they picked for the the time cyclone where he runs. You know what I'm talking about? Where he sees all the events in time. Yeah, I understand what they were going for, but I think it would have been better executed if instead of looking like a PS2 or PS3 graphics, <laughs> if they would have gone for an old movie look. Uh, it it's so funny you say that because literally a lot of people have like I've talked to people about it and they said the same exact thing. They said it looks like a PS3 game. It, yeah, it and I understand does. that was done purposely because it, it's it's meant to be the foggy recollection of Barry Allen. Yeah, but I kind of feel like if you made it look like an old movie, I think that would have translated better to the audience as opposed to PS2, PS3. Yeah, I, I, I agree. When when I saw certain scenes, I, I do remember saying to myself, okay, I get what you were trying to do, but it doesn't look right. <laughs> and I, I kept saying yeah. that. Like, I, I understood what they were going for artistically. Um, it's just like, I, I don't know. I felt like they hired somebody who was like, who just learned After Effects and they wanted to get their foot in the door so they gave them the biggest project on the planet and say, hey, here you go. Good luck. You know, see, it- <laughs> there's where I disagree with you. And I'll tell you why. Because it's consistent. If it was somebody who just learned After Effects, you would see you could tell which scenes were done first and which scenes were done last. Yeah. The ones who were done last look great. Yeah, I kind of feel like and again, the director said it was done on purpose that way. Yeah. And I can understand that kind of golden yellowish haze you know kind of like instead of wearing like rose you know the expression wearing rose tinted glasses yeah yeah. you know you're wearing berry tinted glasses and that's how he sees everything but i just kind of i was just kind of like yeah i'm I'm surprised nobody behind the scenes or somebody on that camp that looked back at it and say hey like yeah guys i I get what we're trying to do but it, it it looks a little weird like, maybe we should change this or change that. Well, I kind of think that this movie was kind of stuck in a spot it couldn't escape. Okay, so let me break it down what I mean. Okay. Last of, The second to last of the DCEU movie, okay? Because Aquaman 2 is supposed to be the last one. I forgot um, about one. that one. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, it's sort of stuck there. Ezra Miller created a shitstorm with yeah. his fucking personal life. Yeah, he did. So much so that he wasn't allowed to go out and promote the movie. So now you have this movie that you can't promote that so many people have loved and raved about, but there was no push behind the movie to make people want to watch it. So they were kind of like, look, we're going to release it. We're going to try to earn back as much money as we can. We're going to wash our hands of Ezra Miller and see what happens. Yeah, but then Ezra Miller was actually really good in the movie. Oh, he was so good. now he was good. He was really good. 
Um, so now that puts Warner Brothers in this position where, well, do we follow it up? Do we not follow it up? Do we make sure he stays on his meds? Do we drop him? What do we do? What can we do with this multi-million dollar disaster on our hands? Because yeah. that's what it turned out to be as far as promotions, imaging, and everything else. Like, what does it say about Warner Brothers that, yeah, we're going we're gonna to not shit can this fucking crazy man's movie, you know, but we shit canned Batgirl, the movie that not a lot of people knew was around, but once people heard about it, they were dying to watch it. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, I wish we're going to, I wish we could watch that, man. I wish we can. I, I wish they would have shit canned the Flash and put Batgirl in its place, because and not and that's not saying because of the quality of the movie. The movie was good. The movie was entertaining. It's definitely it's definitely a, a rent it, not flick it. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, um, yeah. I like how you threw that in. There. Yeah, or like or <laughs> yeah, or you know, flick it when there's nothing else going on. You know, yeah. uh, but definitely it's more of a renter than a flick it, but it's a good rent. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I just kind of feel like they should have shit canned the Flash, move forward with Batgirl, and that's it. And the sad part about this movie flopping is we were going to get a Batman Beyond movie if this movie succeeded. Wow. Yeah, you're right. I do, I, I, I do remember hearing words about that. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. And Michael Keaton was going to be the Batman for the Batman Beyond. Yeah, it's it it sucks that at the end, uh, it it was inevitable for Michael Keaton to die in this movie. It sucks. So that means there is no chance that we could possibly get him back unless they pull some kind of multiverse thing again. But it seemed like they were well, trying to that, say that no matter what, no matter what universe we were in, that Batman was going to die. Well, here's the thing: he died for two reasons. One, he's seventy-one years old. He is the oldest actor ever to portray Batman on screen. Wow. Yeah. And okay. second of all, if Flash succeeded, it was supposed to be an Elseworld movie, like the the, the like Twinkle Toes uh, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> is an Elseworld movie. Yeah. There was going to be an Elseworld movie where Michael Keaton Batman does Batman Beyond, and he passes the baton on to Terry Terry Metalis. No, not Terry Metalis, McGinnis. Okay, yeah, man, I've been um, wanting. I've been wanting. A lot of people have been wanting a Batman Beyond movie for decades. Like, and the Flash killed the hope for that. Yeah, man. Jeez. Well, I mean, maybe maybe Ben Affleck. He's the oldest Batman right now. <laughs> maybe. No. No, the oldest Batman is the one who portrayed Batman in the the Titans TV series. Oh, I forgot about that. I completely forgot. Yeah, I never, never. It's never okay. He, he, he was, he was a terrible Batman. <laughs> British actor who could barely hide the fact that he was British. Oh no, you know? that's horrible. Yeah, that, that that's horrible. That that's horrible. Yeah, you know, terrible. I I, 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 um, do, I do have some financial facts on the Flash. Uh, it made 101 million domestically. Um, it only gar garnished 146 internationally. Um, which is way less than its um, its initial um, plans of trying to reach two hundred and fifty million. So it's it's yeah. it's definitely not going to reach that. I don't even think it's it's not going to break even. It's not going to break even, which which sucks. I think I think that it 
may break even. Um, okay, here's the here's the secret about Hollywood accounting. Okay, yeah. When they say a movie costs fifty million dollars, right? I'm just picking an easy number. Yeah. Okay. If you shoot parts of it in Canada, Canada will give you up to a twenty five percent tax uh, break on the movie. Oh, I did hear so, about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that. that fifty million is actually only forty. You know, wow. uh, if you do the special effects in Canada, there's another additional tax break. So you the cost becomes less. Yeah. So with Hollywood accounting, yeah, they may not break even. But in actual real world accounting, it might break even. Yeah. It sucks. Man. OK, so it sucks. So what were your highlights of The Flash? Um, My highlights of The Flash, I would 100 percent have to first say the comedic element was immaculate I, I i was actually really surprised at how ezra miller was able to turn on the comedy and then turn on the tears like that like he was immaculate i'm, I'm telling you i don't think i've ever laughed this much in a dc movie ever you know because dc movies we usually get they're usually a little dry they're a little dark they try to add some humor but it doesn't really land sometimes you know they try to they try to do the whole marvel effect doesn't connect at least not all the time but man it was hilarious this movie was freaking hilarious and ezra miller hats off to him like there were so many times where he was just having a great performance and i genuinely forgot some of the crap that he did in his personal life i i like really forgot it didn't hit me until after the movie was over i was like oh yeah dude, this is the guy that was robbing people for their alcohol <laughs> but um yeah, yeah the, choking the, people out for a picture exactly like this the comedic element definitely a major high note for me um it was also great to see Michael Keaton back again. I mean, I, I, I grew up on that Batman. Um, like Michael Keaton is, is my Batman. So it, it was, it was great to see him come back and, you know, reprise his role. Um, let me see what else. Um, uh, the character, the actor that played Supergirl, uh, Sasha Kell, Sasha Kell. Um, she, she Amazing actually did, job. she did a great job. And like Amazing she had, job. she had the look. She had a look that was different than all the other blonde hair, blue eyes that we were used to. You know what I mean? Uh, I believe she has. I think she's Hispanic. She might be. Um, at least she looks Hispanic. I believe so. So uh, that was just that. That was a nice touch to get um, a Hispanic woman to play a character that is predominantly a blonde woman. You know, over all these years. Yes. You know, so I think that was that that was awesome. I do know the director said that if, depending on how things flow, there's a possibility that we might see her again, or she might get her own Supergirl film. Film, so we'll see how that goes. Um, well, here's the thing. Yeah. This is the first Supergirl where I felt like she could actually be Superman's cousin. What do you mean? Because think about it. Your cousin looks like you, right? Yeah. My cousins kind of look like me so if i introduce you to my cousin you'd be like oh yeah i can kind of see it yeah. you know 
with a blonde Supergirl and a brunette Superman, I always found like, are they second cousins? Oh, are they distant yeah. cousins? Yeah, you're right. You know, like this is the first uh, por- um, portrayal of Supergirl. I was like, yeah, I could see that as his cousin. Yeah, depending on which Superman we get to, actually. Actually, I think they cast yes. Superman already. I think they did. They did. They just released it. Yo, the actor really looks like uh, uh, Henry Cavill. He looks like a young Henry Cavill. Let me see. I forgot who he was again. Uh, who is he? Who's the guy? Do you remember? I don't um, remember his name. I just remember seeing. I remember seeing the the a post about it, seeing his photo, and I was like, "Wow, that looks like a young Henry oh, Cavill." Oh, he does like Henry Cavill. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize. He does. That. Wow, he looks just like him. I wonder if that was on yep. purpose. I wonder if that I was think on purpose. so, <laughs> because there is the rumor mill says that Henry Cavill will play Superman again, and I think they might do all these younger movies of uh, with this actor, and then have a small part for Henry Cavill as an older Superman. Wow! You know, like well, okay. that's the story of that. You know, or like you know. You see the Earth spinning a hundred times, and then you see the Henry Cavill Superman doing something. You yeah. know, so you can tell that, that he's been Superman for such a long time. Or they might do a future Justice League movie, you know, where it's Batman beyond Batman and Superman, and it's Henry Cavill again. I mean, like, again, but it's just a rumor, so who knows if, how true that is, but it is yeah. the rumor. That's, that's, that's very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, the, the actor that they're going to get to play... Superman is uh, David Corinswet, which is a really interesting name. <laughs> and Rachel yeah. Rachel Bronin's hand is going to play Lois Lane. So they 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 already have our two stars set for Superman Legacy, which is going to be uh, which is already in the writing process with Gunn. And I think he's going to start filming next year, I, I believe next year, and we should be getting it by twenty twenty five. Yeah. So, and by the way, the actress who plays Supergirl is Colombian. She is okay. I, I I knew she had like a Hispanic look to her, um, but yeah, I I and I her think... long hair looks way different. Oh yeah, <laughs> way different. Yeah, it's. I mean, overall, I I think, yeah, I I think Ezra Miller did a great job. I I was really, really surprised, just really surprised at at, at the job that he did in this in this film. Um, that that was the main highlight for me and the fact that like i said he, he was able to pull that emotional card especially in, in scenes with with his mom and, and things like that that was actually that was that was amazing that was definitely amazing yeah. you know i i knew there was something special about him as flash when we saw him in the justice league movies um th- there was just yeah. something about the way he carried himself to something about the way he played that character i was like man i kind of i kind of like this you know even though we got like a small snippet of it, and now we got to see it in full effect, and I, I, I freaking loved it. It was awesome. Okay, so here are my highlights from the movie. For the first time ever, you saw this version of the Flash act grown up. Because you literally have the young version of him and the, the present time version of him. Mm-hmm. And the present time version of him goes, I get it. Now I understand when people say I'm fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> when he hangs out with his younger version, yeah, that was interesting. And, and but think about it. I mean, would you like the, the teenage version of yourself? 
I don't know. I probably would get annoyed. I mean, you know, because at that point we're young teenagers and, you know, we're just, you know, we're naive. You know, we don't understand life yet. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, probably so. <laughs> you know, uh, um, and, and, like that I love because it like he was playing the same character, but at two different stages of his life. And you really saw how much a person can grow in the course of their lifetime. Yeah. The younger Barry was so annoying, and he did that well. And the 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 older Barry was mature, and you can see the Batman influence in him. Yeah, you can. The way he yeah. did certain things, like you really saw that Ben Affleck Batman influence in him. Yeah, um, I loved. I thought that it was great. I thought Michael Keaton did a great job, but I think at certain moments his age showed. Yeah. Um. The Supergirl, I thought, was perfect casting. I thought she was an amazing Supergirl. I would love to see her return for the Supergirl movie. Uh, although I don't think it's going to happen, but my hopes and dreams is that, that she does that. Yeah. Um, and what I also did like is it was a different take on Flashpoint than all the other versions of it. The problem with the Flash is everyone does a Flashpoint. The TV show did it. The cartoons did it. Like... You know, like there's so many versions of the Flashpoint story. Um, I did like the fact that this was unique uh, and the way they, they did it. Um, and I just felt it was good. Like it was a lot of parts of it were believable. And a lot of the jokes about how movies were different, you know, like the Back to the Future thing. Yeah. I thought was good. That, that the was one nice. thing I found that was really good. The one thing I found most interesting is that Gotham is a safe city. So there was no need for Batman. Yeah, that was interesting. That, but that, that was a nice, a nice twist. I like that. Yeah, and I liked it. And I really did like it. Yeah. Um, so now, what are the things you did not like about the film? Um, the things that I did not like about the film. But so I, I think, honestly, for me, the main thing is definitely the special effects. Um, also, besides, that, besides the special effects... Um, General Zod being like the main baddie, I I, I didn't understand that. Like I, I feel like he was there, he was supposed to be the baddie, but he didn't really do anything. You know, I felt like he was just um, kind of you know there just to be there. Like why was he there? Because they explained it in the movie, though. Yeah, I mean, they explained I... that's a fixed, that's a fixed point in time. Do you understand what that means? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I get the whole, like, point in time thing, but I just felt like... No, 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 no. Fixed point in time. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I, I, I know that. I know that. I just, like, as a as a story, I just felt like they could have just went with somebody else. Like, I, I don't know. I was just, like, when I saw that General Zod was coming back, I was expecting a little bit more of him than what we got. I, I think that's the main thing for me. Okay, so let me ask you a question. If you don't like that point in the DCEU history, what point in the DCEU history would you have approached? I don't know. I don't know. I got. I don't know. I, I probably. I, I got to think about that one. I don't know. I just. I, the I, reason I just... why they did it. Think about it. The reason why they did it is that is the biggest event in the DCEU history. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I was just even if they didn't pick something that we knew, like an like like an event that we already knew. I figured they would pick just something or another character, villain, 
that we could have just did a little more with. You know, I, I don't know. I, I just for okay. me, for me, the general Zod thing just didn't land for me. I understand why they did it. Because the point of General Zod wasn't that he was the baddie. It was the fact that this is this is a major event. And this is a major event where we could attack at several different angles and show you how um, we can use it as a story point and nothing but. Because really, he was just there as a story point. He wasn't there to affect everything. He's the reason why the younger Barry goes back and forth in time so many times to fix it till he eventually becomes <coughs> an old Barry who realized he can't fix it. Yeah. Okay. I I, I don't know. You I know. just I don't know. I mean that I I mean I I get I get why they did it. I just I don't know. I just kind of wish the we had like a different, like, it, like later on in film we get um, what's the uh, what's the, what's the Dark Flash? I, I think that's Dark Flash at the end of the film that we got. Yes. Yeah. All right. So if I kind of wish maybe well, we, uh, we would, it, huh? It, he goes because there's so many different versions of a bad the bad version of Flash. Yeah, there's so Blue many. Cobalt, Black Flash, um. And there's another specific name, which I forget what it starts with an S. Um, yeah, this, yeah, there's Black a lot Flash of Flash for the simplicity. Yeah, we'll just Black, say Black Flash, Flash for simplicity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and if you if you really look at the costume, the Black Flash's costume isn't a costume. It's literally pieces of Kryptonian armor. Yeah. That stabbed him and stayed there. That was that was interesting. That, I, I like that they did that. That that was pretty interesting. That they decided to make that choice. Um, yeah, and, and and for all the reasons that you said you didn't like General Zod being the bad guy, I think that is the reason why the third act falls apart. Because hmm. you have this great consistent story, then General Zod shows up, and the whole movie seems to do a zigzag. Yeah, I I think that is probably the best way to explain it. That's probably why I yeah. feel that way about that last act. Yeah, like. Like, I feel everything you've said completely explains why the third act falls apart. And I was kind of playing devil's advocate, not to be a jerk, but to point out that who else could it be, you know? And I think that's one of the, the things that kind of hurts the DCEU is because they didn't do single superhero movies first, that's the only major event. Wow, yeah. So right. much so, so much so that even in the Flash movie, they talked about how when Barry ran over to Gotham City to try to help somebody and he screwed up. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and again, I agree with you. I think that's the reason why the third act falls apart. But, uh, I can understand why they did it, but it just it just made the movie do a zigzag and it really brought you from this really nice high to what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. It did. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, what's up, Legion in the chat? Yeah, it's reverse flash. That's what it was. 
that's who I was trying to say. No, no, no. Reverse Flash is a different character. That's not that character. Oh, Reverse Flash is um, nope. what's his name? The one who wears yellow. Yes, you're right. So that's what I think. That's what I initially thought it was at first. But I was like, wait a second. I think that's in a completely different character. Yeah. So this is an evil version of Barry Allen, and if you follow the comic books, he's been uh, an evil version a couple of times. Yeah. Under different names. Yeah, so, I mean, so. yeah, I just, uh, overall, um, like, if I, well, before I give it our chocolate bunny score, um, where do you think this Flash movie places us in the DCEU right now? Like, I mean, like, I mean, I, I guess we kind of can't really judge it right now because this is the DCEU. This is not the gun show. The gun show hasn't officially started yet, so I guess we can't really expect much else okay. from here. I will say this. It is better than the first Suicide movie. First Suicide first Suicide movie. Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm fucking scratching. <laughs> um, it's better than the 2017 Justice League. Um, the Zack Snyder one was amazing. But yeah. the 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 other one was just boring. Hot garbage. Uh, yeah, it's better than Shazam 2. Uh, it's better than Birds of Prey, but most DCEU movies land in a 3.5 area yeah. where it's watchable, it's watchable, it's entertaining, but it's not, it's one of those movies you're like, eh, sure, why not? I'm in the mood for this, <laughs> you know? So because it's better than most of them, I'll give it a 3.75, but not good enough for a four. Okay. I and again, that. that's only because the other DC movies are 3.5. And I think that's probably why I asked that question in the thumbnail title. Is this the best movie since the Dark Knight trilogy? Like as far as DC EU movies, like DC movies, let's just say DC period. Is this the best one since and, the Dark Knight trilogy? And you know what? I wasn't that big of a fan of parts two and three of the, the Nolan trilogy. Yeah, I, 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 I know a lot of people weren't. Um, for me, I thought the first film was okay. It was a good start. The second one was probably the best. The third one with Bane, I didn't really like as much. But I know, like, for overall senses, people say that the Nolan trilogy was, like, the best thing in DC in a very long time since, like, the old the, school Batman the movies. First, the first one was amazing. The second one with that, yeah, 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 Joker. No. Oh, my God. Yeah, we know you loved it. Uh, but remember, I showed you... The cartoons were hit, that he imitated. I showed you this, the the singer that he imitated. It was not an original performance. <laughs> Everything he did, I thought, was um, I've seen before. Yeah. You know, and that's why I did not like that Joker. Absolutely did not like that Joker. I would have loved to seen a young Mark Hamill play that Joker. Yeah. You know. But um, but yeah, again, I. I did not like part two of the Batman trilogy. Part three was okay. For me, That the Nolan trilogy, the first one was the best one. And again, you know, everybody's different. Of course. Where of do course. you rank this thing? Um, So the Flash, what Chocolate Bunny score do I give this one? Um, yeah. I originally, when I, like after I left the movie theater, I gave it a four. But after I had time to marinate on it for a little bit, 
it's it's like very close to a force like 3.8 chocolate bunnies and I, I i hate using point but it's hard to just say oh it's just a straight three actually no we'll just say we'll just go with three let's just go with a solid number i'll give it a three out of five chocolate bunnies okay but in general where do the rest of the dceu movies land for you Oh, so where does this rank in terms of the DCEU movies? Well, no, no, because the reason why I'm asking that is, like, I told you most of the DCEU movies are, like, better than mediocre, but not quite good enough to be a 4. Yeah. That's why I put them at a 3.5. So my question is, do you feel like the Flash movie is just as good as the other DCEU movies, or do you feel like it's a little better than the other DCEU movies. I would say this is a little better than the other DCEU movies based, well, mainly because of the performance of Ezra Miller, which he carries this film on his back. Um, And I think it's just the overall story. I I, I think for me, it's the story and his performance that really carries this film above a lot of the other DCEU movies. Because when you see those movies, you're not thinking about performance. Your, I mean, story, yeah, you know, it's whatever. It's something thrown together from a comic book that we've read millions of years ago. And we're like, oh, cool, yeah, I, I remember that scene. I remember that character. Um, so I, I think this is pretty high up for me. Like, this has got to be, like, for me, top two or three. And I know overall as a film, it's probably not top two or three compared to most other comic book movies. Yeah. But if we're just talking about overall DCEU, for me, it's got to be, like, top two. Like, like it has to be. Like his performance, Ezra Miller's performance in this was amazing. Regardless of how yes. he was in his personal life, he 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 shocked the crap out of me. This dude made me laugh. This dude made me feel emotional, all within one movie. And that doesn't happen for me, especially in a DC movie. That doesn't happen. It just doesn't. Yeah. So, it, so it's, one, it's it's high. It's high up there for me. The one thing I forgot to mention is they turned the Flash Latino. Yes, I forgot about that too. Um, at first, that's him. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Like at, at first, when I heard his mom talk, I was like, "Wait a second. What? What? What, what kind of accent is that?" Because his mom, her, his mom's accent is very strong, and I didn't really yeah. recognize it at first because I wasn't expecting it, you know. And then she just kept talking. I was like, "She's she's Hispanic. Wait, what?" And I like so he's half 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 white, half half Hispanic. And that was a really yeah. interesting change to see that. And unexpected. Very unexpected. I did not see that coming whatsoever. You know? Yeah. Um, but it is kind of funny because if you think about when you saw him in Batman versus Superman, when he was in the supermarket, when you saw the video footage, he did almost have like a Hispanic kind of look. The way his hair was, the way he was dressed. Like he looked like a Hispanic from the Bronx. If you, I don't know if you remember that footage from Batman versus Superman when Bruce Wayne was looking at the video footage. I mean, not Bruce Wayne. Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman. Like just the way his hair looked, he looked like he, like he didn't look American in that scene. Because when, because when, when I first saw that shot, I was like, are they getting a non-American to do Flash? Because he didn't look American. Like the, it, it was all in his hair. He almost had like a Hispanic look because of his hair. Um, I get like for me his look didn't didn't shout Latino, you know. Um, Ezra Miller doesn't, you know what? And again, that's the thing. It's the problem with being Latino. I mean, like, 
there are people who look like you. There are people who look like me. There are people who have blonde hair and blue eyes in Argentina. Yeah. Like, that's true. That's the problem with that. Like, you can't say some of the person doesn't look like Dino because we look like everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know some Latinos who look 100% Arabic, you know? Wow. But they're not Arabic, you know? Yeah. It's, and, and some that look like Hitler's wet dream, you know? <laughs> um, so, again, I, that was just a surprise for me. But an interesting surprise because um, we have another unexpected character turn Latino. You know, just like uh, Velma from Scooby-Doo. That's No, the one in, who always wears orange. Is that Velma? I think so. I think so. I could be wrong. Yeah. Somebody in the, the comments the is going to roast us for not knowing if that's, if that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm Scooby-Doo is one of those cartoons that I really liked as a kid, but I was never invested in it. So Same. I only cared about Scooby and Shaggy, so I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, but in this scooby-doo and the blue um and the blue falcon movie she was latina wow you know yeah and it's just it's kind of a weird thing when like they switch characters but yeah it was interesting and now it makes me part of me feels kind of sad there won't be any continuation of ezra miller's flash because i wanted to hear him speak spanish you know yeah well, so far, from what uh, we know, so far, it, it doesn't yeah, seem like Yeah, who knows? They, they, they might want to keep him. They might want to keep him. But kind of like in, in the Spider-Man, uh, the Sony Spider-Man multiverse movies, yeah. how you hear, you know, Miles Morales speak Spanish. Yeah. It, but, and, yeah. And the Spanish you expect him to speak, you know, the very Americanized yeah. Spanish, you know, which was The perfect, Spanglish. Which was... No, no. I mean, like, his accent is 100%. I was born and raised in America. Yeah. You know, and that was the perfect accent. And I was like, man, they nailed that exact. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that that's one of the things that surprised me about The Flash, which I was like, was that necessary? But at the same time, I'm thinking. That was a nice yeah, touch. Yeah, it was. Because. Yeah. No, because it just shows representation, you know? Yeah. Um, And it doesn't beat you over the head with it. It's just like. You know it because of his mom. Yeah. And that's it. And that's like, it. They don't, yeah. That's it. They don't beat you over the head with it. So I thought it was really nice. You know? Yeah. And I, I thought that was a perfect way to do it. I'm sorry. Like, that, I, like it hit me as in the middle of we're talking. Is you're like, oh, well, this kind of stuff, that kind of stuff. I was like, wait, but there's one other good thing. Um, yeah. uh, wait, but there's more. <laughs> uh, for me, what I did not like about the movie is the third act and... Um, I wish they would have made slightly different choices with the special effects. I think, uh, and they should have showed Flash running in. He never makes a turn when he's running fast. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's always just straight, straight on. Uh, yeah, it's just like in everything turned for him almost. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, so that's the only other thing that I would say that's bad about the movie for me. Yeah. The third act, and he only runs in a straight lines, and that the effects. I wish they would have made slightly different choices. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to see a sequel or just in general, I, I would like to see Ezra Miller come back. Um, and like I said, overall, I, I, I'm giving this three out of five chocolate bunnies. Uh, I feel like I feel like if the special effects were better and if that third act was cleaned up a little bit more, this would probably be like almost a five for me. 
Like yeah. I, I, I genuinely had a lot of fun. Like I told you, when I was cracking up laughing in this movie, I was genuinely cracking up. People in the movie theater were cracking up with me multiple times. People actually clapped at the end of the movie because I'm guessing people were thinking, wow, a decent DC movie. And like people were genuinely clapping at the end of the movie. I was like, oh, wow, okay. I'm, I guess I'm not the only person that enjoyed this because the fans know, man. The DC fans know. We don't get this that often. We don't get a decent... You know. A decent DC movie that we can say, man, that was fun. You know? So. Um, speaking about the end of the movie, uh, remember how we talked about the three Batman that were going to be in it? Yeah. Remember I told you, oh, the rumor is there's going to be a third Batman in the movie? Oh, yeah. What did you think about George Clooney being that Batman? I thought that was interesting. He looks like a great Bruce Wayne. George Clooney will make an amazing Bruce Wayne. Horrible Batman, though. I feel like he would. I feel like the the cow would look weird on his face. I feel like it would. I I've always thought it was. He had the right look. He had the right attitude for it, as Bruce Wayne, and I kind of feel like the scripts he was given. Let us down, you know. Yeah. And the campiness of it let us down. I think that um, I did not like the fact that he was the Batman. Okay. He became Batman at the end. I really would have liked it if they would have panned up to a certain point and someone else walks in front of the camera so you don't see his face. Mm-hmm. And then Barry Allen goes, who the fuck is that? And <laughs> end the movie there. <laughs> that Just would have been a nice touch. There. That would have been a really nice touch. Because you're like, oh, wait, who was it? That would have been a really exactly. nice way to end that. Yeah. Because I, 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 I now, felt like it, was different. it wasn't. That didn't hit me. It didn't hit. It was like, oh, okay, George Clooney. <laughs> you know, it just it, it didn't hit. You know, but like you said, if, if it did do that, I thought it was going to do that because the camera was panning slowly. I was expecting it to just cut off. Um, but yeah, I, I think that would have been a really nice touch if they would have did that. I would have loved yeah. that if they did that. Yeah, because you know? just you know, who the fuck is that would have been perfect. Yeah, just kind of like the way um, Spider-Man ended. Um, far from home or something like that, where he got where they was like, oh, Peter Parker, Spider Man. He was like, what the? And then it ended. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that ending. That was an amazing ending. But but it's also the same ending at the first Spider Man movie where Aunt May catches him. She's like, what the? Fuck? Uh, uh, and then yeah. it ends right there. <laughs> oh, I just realized. Is that why they did that in in the in the other movie? Probably. I didn't even. I just realized that because Aunt May said it first, and then he said, "Wow, that's actually pretty cool." Yeah. R.I.P. Um, Aunt May. R.I.P. The other, th- the, I'm just gonna say a couple quick things that I really liked and hated both at the same time, which is kind of weird about the movie, and okay. I think I'm kind of done talking about it. Um, when they started doing the, the the different versions of the universes, mm-hmm. where you saw the 1960s Batman. Uh, you oh, saw yeah. Ben Affleck stuff like that. The Christopher Reeve moment and the original actress who played Supergirl. Um, seeing them side by side was cool. Seeing the Nicolas Cage Superman fighting a giant spider. And if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you know exactly what all that is about. Mm-hmm. Do you know that story? No, I don't. I don't. I know the I know the Nicolas Cage story, but I don't know the Kevin Smith story. Um, if you ever get a chance. Google 
Kevin Smith, Superman movie, Giant Spider. And it's going to be like a 12-minute thing about him talking about the Giant Spider. Okay. A- and its connection to the movie, the Wild- Will Smith movie, Wild Wild West. That is so random. That sounds like a center, a center of the universe like game or something that we usually play. The- <laughs> but but he explains it and, and if it's perfect and you're like oh yeah so, i mean that i did like but i just kind of felt like that is the point in the movie where the where the effects were the weakest yeah it was bad especially when it got to um freaking uh freaking nicholas cage it just it it, yeah. it it looked like it like you said a ps2 video game i was like what is like it was bad like i almost felt I felt guilty for that being on a screen. I'm just like, wh- who who gave the okay for this? Nobody thought that this was like not okay. It, it I literally felt like, hey, where's my controller? Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at the screen, and then at the same time, I thought to myself, that would have been an awesome Superman game. Yeah, it would have been. I don't know, man. I just. I feel like with everything going on with like the writers' strike and stuff like that, and the way special effects have been in in Marvel, I don't know. I feel like the golden age of special effects and superhero movies have passed. I mean, I hope we get back there. I was watching uh, Endgame the other day, and I was like, man, this movie looks beautiful. Like, like even Thanos. Thanos looked amazing in Endgame. I remember when we first saw him, he didn't look that great. It was a little clunky. You know, it looked like a little PS2 video game. And then by the time we got to Endgame, Daniels looked like a person that was standing on set, you know. Yeah. So it's like I feel like the olden, the, the the golden age of special effects in these superhero movies have passed, and I'm really hoping that we find a way to get back there. I mean, I, I know they're trying to save money on budgets and things like that because all these superhero films are becoming very expensive, but we gotta do something, man, because the, these movies are looking horrible. The TV shows are looking better than the movies. Well. Yeah, there is a he- remember the movie The Life of Pi. Yeah. Okay, the special effects house that made all the special effects won an Oscar, and during the same year that they won the Oscar, they went out of business. Wow. There is if you find out the story behind Hollywood and special effects in in recent years, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Um, and it's too long to get into during this podcast because we'd be here for another four hours. Yeah, but um, late. <laughs> yeah, that's something you need to Google, and maybe we'll even do a podcast on that. And and I would actually try to reach out to a couple of these special effect houses see if they'd have somebody talk to us. Yeah, like wow. that. That's how how strongly I feel how fucked up the situation is. I would actually put in that extra effort to see if we can get somebody. Wow. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, let's let's hope, chat. Let's hope everybody listening or watching that we can get back to the golden age of special effects and hope that these writers and filmmakers can get paid properly and uh, continue doing what they love. You know, um, yeah. Legion in chat says, "No, nothing can be nothing can beat in sixty four Superman. In sixty four Superman graphics were uh, interesting for his time." <laughs> Um, <laughs> interesting for us. Um, so yeah, overall, um, for me, going back to it again, three, three out of five chocolate bunnies for me for the flash fun film, uh, had its flaws. Um, 
I'm not worried about the DC universe. A lot of people are getting a little worried about it. We still have to remember we have one more film left in the DCEU and then we're officially in the gun show. So I'm ready to pack the bags on the DCEU and say goodbye. And I'm ready for the gun show, man. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? Superman Legacy is a big one. And I'm in there. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll I feel the same way. Super uh, Flash for me was more than three, not quite four, Chocolate Bunnies. Um, and I can't wait to see what's next. True indeed. True indeed. So, all right, guys. Uh, that concludes our review of The Flash, our, our spoiler cast of The Flash. Um, it's getting late, so we're not going to... I mean, unless, Lois, do you have a quick recommendation you want to give to the people before we get out of here? Or are you all tapped out? Um, the only real recommendation that I have is uh, drink more coffee. Ah, there we go. There we go. Drink more coffee. That's it. Drink uh, more coffee. Yeah, my recommendation is probably going to lead into like another long conversation, so I will save that for the next episode. Uh, I'll just keep a simple recommendation. Drink water, man. It's hot. You know, like on, on the East Coast, man, we're hitting like 90 degrees right now. It's boiling hot out there. Stay safe, man. Stay hydrated and all that good stuff. Legion and chat, I see you, man. Once again, I appreciate you being a dedicated listener, dedicated viewer. Um, yes. forget any any of our audio listeners, if you guys are listening to us on the audio side, check us out on Twitch. J-House Radio is on Twitch. J-House Radio is on YouTube. You guys can watch us live. You can catch more video format of us. Um, other than that, don't forget, like, subscribe on YouTube. Um, thumbs up, all that good stuff. Um, leave a review on the audio form. And check out our Patreon. You know, Support us financially if you guys feel like you can or you would like to. Um, that would be awesome. We love you guys. Peace and chicken grease. Stay safe, and we'll catch you later. Later.